Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast, where if you want it, we review it. My name is DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of reviews on things like movie and TV show news, plus some comic book stuff as well. So, today we're going over a few things. Um, first, going to be Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down, uh, which can go over some news, some images, and some trailers as well. So, the first thing up in news is this potential merger with um, Disney and Fox. Well, not really a merger. It's more or less um, Disney's trying to buy out Fox for the most part, which will include the X-Men properties, the Fantastic Four properties, the Simpsons, Avatar, and the original six Star Wars distribution rights. So for me, I think this one is... Um, not a good thing. I give this one a thumbs down just because, and, and listen, listen to me real quick. I know a lot of folks are out there and they love Marvel and they love what they've done so far. And they would like to have the X-Men Fantastic Four join the MCU. I'm okay with them joining the MCU as long as they're not under Marvel property. And h- hear me out again. The fact is you want to be having anything like Deadpool come out of Disney just because Deadpool is very rated R and Disney is is has a track record of having a lot of PG-13 slash PG properties. I, I'm not sure what exactly will be for Deadpool in that universe just because he's a lot of recklessness and I would like to keep that happening and with Fox he could do as much as he want to while Disney might pull him in a little bit more take off some of the jokes that are very risque, and then watered down Deadpool too much. Plus, you wouldn't have um, Logan that came out not too long ago, which was a rated R movie as well, which had a lot of guts and gore and a couple curses here and there, but it was a great movie. So for me, I prefer it not to be combined. I prefer it to have the same thing that Sony's doing right now with the Spider-Man property, which is have the the combined thoughts of what you want to do for this character, and that's the way you bring them into the MCU. I'd rather not go to Marvel and then be put on the shelf, because when you think about it, they have Avengers movies slated out until 2020. That means they could potentially put one or two X-Men or Fantastic Four properties in there, but possibly they wouldn't. They'll keep it on the shelf, they wouldn't do anything with it, and you'll come to a dead end wow with fox you could get someone in there and potentially make it better because right now they're not doing so well with those properties it's understandable i would say get the 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 top brass people together and try to make the best out of that universe hopefully they could talk to um marvel figure out what they need to do get some kind of agreement where they partner together and not get bought out and that will make the best situation for me. I could be honest with that one. So the next thing I'm talking about here, it's still on Disney Disney route. It's um Disney's pulling out of the, well not pulling out of the. It's um there's an Olaf short film that comes before the Coco movie, and they're about to take it out of the before the Coco movie basically. Because what's happening is the Olaf short is roughly 21 minutes, which is a very very long time. I remember when I was in the theater, um, being in that theater and waiting the 21 minutes while this whole short happened was kind of long. It felt weird. And fun fact, this is the longest short that Disney's had so far. All the other shorts have been on the 
the seven to ten minute mark, which think about it now, that's probably the best um, short you could have is no more than ten minutes. Because I, I gotta be honest, the, the twenty minutes, the twenty one minutes, it felt very very long, and it felt like you had two movies happening while it's only actually one. So for me. Hopefully, in the future, they won't go this route ever again because they've got quite a bit of backlash from other folks, which leads me to give this one a thumbs middle. I'm okay with them taking them out just because it gives you more time to show other screenings of Coco. Because with this here, think about 20 minutes times like four, you've gone quite a bit of time just on the short itself. So if you take that out, maybe put a different short in front of it. That'll be the, the situation it should do, is take that short out, put another one in that's like roughly five minutes long, and you probably have a lot of folks that are happy about it, because I'm used to having the shorts in front of Disney Pixar movies, so instead of having this one where it's long, just put up one that's a little shorter, that'll make everyone happy, to be honest. Alright, so the next thing I have here is, um, this is Shaft reboot that's happening, which is kind of reboot, but not really, because it's kind of continuing from the story of the Sam um, Samuel L. Jackson shaft that happened back in 2005, I believe. So it's the son of that character that he's going to go and try to do this, the same kind of things, but, you know, in a new um, millennial kind of way. It's, it's kind of weird. For me, that's a um, thumbs down. When I was reading this online, it looked and seemed weird, and the fact that it called it a reboot, I wasn't really sure what they're doing with it, really, because... It's not reboot, kind of. It's kind of following the lines of the first movie that happened, which I'm not sure what they're doing in this whole universe. They should just make it where they followed um, Samuel Jackson's character and don't worry about the son. Because from looking from the synopsis, it it seems generic. It could be like a TV show, to be honest. It, it doesn't need to be a movie. Even the last Shaft movie, it was okay. Um, it had some fun, cool moments, but... I don't want to see this character. It just it makes like they're wasting time. They really are. Um, this is from Warner Brothers. They need to stop worrying about Shaft and continue worrying about their DC universe. I'm just saying. So for me, that's a thumbs down. The next thing and the last thing I have here for news is um, there's a Mr. Rogers Neighborhood documentary that's coming out um, in 2018, which is kind of cool just because everyone's grown up on this um, character. Um, I know I have. There's been many days I came from school and it's like, oh, Mr. Rogers is on. I wouldn't mind going to see that real quick. And to find out that they're making a documentary about this um, character and how he affected so many um, kids out there, it just it's amazing. It really is. So I, I can't wait for it. I give this one a thumbs up just because it goes behind the scenes a little bit and talks a little bit more about the actual series, which... It sounds like it's going to be an interesting movie, and it should bring a new light to the character, and you should have a lot a lot of nostalgia feeling when you come down to this whole movie itself. So this um, movie's going to come out on June 8th of 2018, so I'll be there. I'll watch this and see exactly what they have to say about this character and see what ha- can they show and actually, you know, make it look nice. That sounded weird, but it's okay. Um, I'm bounced back from that one. Next one is um, 
images, basically. Um, so there's a a Venom image. So if folks that haven't known this, there's a Venom movie coming out with um, Tom Hardy as the the main character. He's been playing um, Flash Thompson, which some people do know from like the Spider-Man movies. He's like the one of the bullies of um, Peter Parker, but now he's actually gonna be um, an older version of Flash Thompson. So this character, it looks like he might be the one where he joined the army and then lost his legs, which is a good storyline because um, the Venom suit takes over, he gains his legs back again, and he starts working for the government, which they can tie in with the the Thunderbolts, which is a group for a government group that's under um, General Ross. I'm not sure if you remember this, but this is General Ross that's the father of Betty Ross um, from the Hulk universe. So, Thunderbolt Ross, he becomes a Red Hulk, quotation marks. You can't see it, but I'm doing quotation marks right now. So he becomes a Red Hulk, and he gets a team, and Agent Venom is on that team itself. So it would be kind of cool to see this version of um, Venom. And another reason why I'm glad this, hopefully this doesn't go on the DC, um, not DC, right, the Disney route because this is supposed to be a rated R, which I would love to see a rated R Venom. It'll be a cool look, but if it goes under Disney, it'll probably go back down like PG 13 and it might suck. So ho- hopefully in the, the next coming months, we'll have like a trailer that, that pops out and we'll see even more of this character. So far, it looks good and I can't wait. When I, when I heard Tom Hardy was being casted for this role, I was like, oh, interesting. I, I'm not really sure what they will do with it, but after seeing what part of Venom they would play, I was like, oh, this makes sense. And I would love to see this movie here because the the comic book is pretty good. You should definitely check the comic book out. So this one, I give a thumbs up. Sorry, I didn't mention it before. So next is the images from Avengers. Um, there's a 10th, 10-year anniversary that happened recently, and they have a Vanity Affair cover slash photo shoot, and there's a ton of pictures. So it has everyone in their costumes. It has um, Scarlet Witch in there and um, Scarlet Johansson with her blonde hair, which, hmm, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm going to save this actually for the, the next thing I'm going to talk about. But yeah, I, I don't know. But the Vanity Affair covers, they look kind of cool. I, I, I like it a lot, to be honest. I give this one a thumbs up just because there are v- many pictures that came out. It's like roughly like 20 or so pictures, and all of them look pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Now, that's the thing I could say about it. It looks pretty cool for the most part just because when you have so many um, characters coming together and then you have the the cover for it and you notice like wow this has been years in the making and there's so many people i think the best one here is probably jeremy renner just because this the haircut he has is kind of cool slash um young hip like but it, it looked amazing to be honest and there's one with um with stan lee and kevin feige and um rdj but eh, it's okay it's one of those eh, pictures for me, the best one is Jay Renner. So, that one's a thumbs up. Next up is the trailers. So, I've had in 
Paddington 2 trailer came out not too long ago. Um, this one, give a thumbs up. The synopsis is kind of like the same as the first one where, you know, Paddington gets into his um, usual hijinks and, you know, causes trouble slash, you know, make you laugh. There's quite a bit of funny moments in this whole trailer itself. I kind of want to see it, to be honest. When, when I saw this, I was like, uh, first one's all right. It had a couple laughs here and there. Can there be a second one? And then seeing this one, I'm like, yeah, you, you could go with it. Keep on going. I think that um, the books are kind of cool. And i like to see more from this universe, to be honest. I want to see more hijinks with this character. And I want to see what kind of trouble he gets himself into. And hopefully, you know, hopefully it's not too cheesy. And hopefully, like, you know, the villain doesn't fall short. Which is like, eh, hopefully he doesn't. Because for me, as everyone knows, the villain is the most important character. If your villain falls short, then your whole movie falls short, basically. So you could take that even for any other movie you put out there now. Think about it. The Justice League movie, if the villain's weak, the movie's going to be weak. And and trust me, the villain's weak in that movie. Um, Avengers kind of weak um but it, it, it held true but yes oh no if your villain's weak then your movie will more likely be weak because you need a strong villain to keep your strong character strong and that's my my thought process on that so thumbs up for paddington paddington 2 trailer that came out and the last thing i have here for this um podcast today is the avengers infinity war trailer so, I watched this trailer over 20, 20 times, like 20 times. I thought about 30, but now it's probably closer to 20. I watched it quite a bit just because I wasn't sure. When I first watched it, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't blown away. I gotta be honest, I wasn't blown away about it. I, I probably have like a, a high, high thought process on... Um, the whole Marvel Universe, and I put them on a, a very big pedestal just because they've done quite well over the past years, and not many of their movies suck. Like, one of you could count on your fingers how many times they've put like a bomb like movie out, but for the most part, they've done quite well with this whole universe. So, when I saw this trailer, I, I wasn't, wasn't ecstatic. I was like, oh, cool, fine. It's a it's a nice trailer, but it wasn't something that blew me away, un- unfortunately. Um, it had quite the good beats where, you know, you have folks who are trying to avenge as much as possible. You have the appearance of a bearded Captain America, which is good. I didn't like the the Scarlet... Um, Scarlett Johansson with the blonde hair. It feels weird. I, I hope she goes back to like the red hair soon. It's because the blonde hair looks it looks weird. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, the appearance of the Guards of the Galaxy at the end. It was okay. It felt like they tagged them on just because. It's like, oh, we should add them in some kind of way, shape, or form. It, it didn't flow right with the whole trailer itself. It, it felt weird. Then... Thanos, I loved his scenes. I can say his appearance in the trailer, probably the best thing about the trailer in general. And that's good. 
as I said before a couple minutes ago, your villain has to be strong. And he looks like he's a very strong beast. I love it. The fact that he basically punched out Iron Man quickly without having the powers of the Infinity Gauntlet, I cannot wait to see more. I'm really hyped on Thanos as a character in, in, in general just because he's such a strong character. And if they do this right, which it sounds like they are, because it's supposed to be a two-part movie. So, well, not really a two-part movie. It's like a this first one and then the second one. It's not supposed to be two-part, but it's supposed to be like continuation of the story, basically. Kind of. Um, it's kind of weird to say that. But Thanos instead... Instead, Thanos in general just looks like he's a strong dude and it looks like it's going to take all of them, and I mean all 40 of the Avengers, I'm exaggerating, but all 40 of them to actually come down and take him out. So it looks like him plus his Black Order is going to be there, which is kind of cool because it's supposed to be five of them, I believe, off the top of my head. It's supposed to be five of them and they're all supposed to be Beast characters. It's going to be amazingness. I can't wait to see the second trailer that came out. Because this this one didn't blow me away, and hopefully the second trailer is a lot better than this first one. And I got a lot of slack on on social media because I mentioned that oh yeah, I really wasn't blown away, and folks were like oh you're hating, and I'm like I'm not really hating on this on this trailer itself. It's like you know I'm still watching the movie. It still looks like a, a cool trailer. I just wasn't blown away about it. It wasn't take my money kind of trailer isk. It was like, oh, a good trailer. It really was. Um, for me, I feel that Civil War was a better trailer than this one. Knock me if you want to, but think about it. Watch that trailer and tell me you haven't got goosebumps from seeing everything that transpires in the whole um, trailer itself. And then watch this one and be like, okay, yeah, that one is better, to be honest. Um, this one feels like a step down from the Civil War trailer. And that's fine. It's okay. It's You're not going to have complete hits every single moment. But when I watched this trailer itself, it felt like... It felt like there's so many things happening. And it felt muddled a little bit. It felt like there's like seven or eight plots inside this whole movie. Which hopefully it's not. Hopefully there's some kind of connecting piece that works out well and... Hopefully the next trailer does well of connecting them all properly and making them look great because Marvel's done well so far in their their trailers, except for a few of them. But this one just looks like it's gonna be quite a bit of stuff happening. But yes. I'ma stop there just because folks don't think I'm hating. I give this one a thumbs up. It's a good trailer, but it didn't blow me away. That's, that's my bottom line thoughts on it. So, yeah, um, this is the end of the podcast. Um, if you like to see more, please let me know. I should be doing these podcasts again back on a weekly basis. I took a little time off because it, it's, it's a very trying process and try to get this out there on a weekly basis it took a while. Even on a monthly basis, it took a, a, quite a bit of time. But I will block off some time for the, the foreseeable future and I will try to put these out on a Sunday just because Sunday is probably the better day for me um, there's not much things happening and I'll try to make episodes around like 20 to 25 minutes long because that's like a sweet spot right there plus after a while hearing my voice it's, it's cool 
because I'm a cool voice, but I know here my voice for half an hour is qu- quite daunting. <laughs> so, um, yep. So we can end it here. Um, you can find us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On the Reviews. You can email us at um, Bring On the Reviews at gmail.com for any questions or inquiries you might have. Go find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews. There's no the in that one. Um, use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can also visit our website, which is um, this website here that you hear the podcast on, bringontherreviews.com, for any movie reviews, podcasts, and potentially trailers as well. Um, you can find me on social media, on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. I use Snapchat mostly for the most part. Um, Dwight Ant C, that's D W I G H T A N T C. Again, that's D W I G H T A N T C. And you can email me at dc at bringontherreviews.com. And I'll catch you, reviewers, next time. <laughs>